Hello, 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 and welcome. It's Dr. Barry here again for what I hope is going to be another exciting show of the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Um, again, before we get started, I want to give a moment to thank all of our sponsors for all the love and appreciation and feedback I've been getting the past few months. All the fans as well, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you don't know where to catch the show, please, um, there's multiple ways to catch it. If you want to catch it live, streaming, um, you want to definitely download that AfroVibe Radio app available on Google Play and Android App Store uh, and the I- iTunes App Store, excuse me. Um, the AfroVibrator app is one of the best apps actually for great music. You can uh, listen to an awesome array of DJs who are performing and giving great, great mixes. A lot of great, awesome shows as well, including my own, the Health and Wellness Podcast, which is broadcast every Thursday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, if you're not sure you want to download an app, you can always go to the browser and do it the old school way, www.afrovibradio.com. Tune in, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time every Thursday, and you'll catch the show streaming live. Now, in case you missed the show during the live stream, you want to catch it again on your own time, we do have a podcast. Check us out, www.soundcloud.com backslash HWC Connection, or HW Connection, excuse me. Again, uh, check us out on soundcloud.com. Usually the shows are posted after the live broadcast. Ultimately, tune in anyway you can because it's always greatly appreciated. Furthermore, if you want to reach out to me personally, Dr. Barry MD, check me out on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Follow where I'm most active. You can also find me on Twitter at Dr. Barry Tech Doc. And lastly, you can also email me, www, or no W, excuse me, for email, Dr. Barry Health at gmail.com. That's spelled D R B A R R Y Health, H E A L T H, at gmail.com. All right. So today's show is going to be kind of a more on the mental aspect of health and wellness. We always talk about getting out there running, hitting the gym, doing you know proper nutrition um, habits and everything else. But it's very important that when you're trying to achieve an improved sense of health and wellness, you definitely want to look at your mental um, state and how you're dealing with stress and how you're dealing with just your overall life direction and purpose. And that's kind of what today's show is about trying to determine how to figure out and really move toward achieving your life purpose. And that's a complex question, obviously, and we probably won't solve it in 30 minutes here, but I hope to just give you some ideas of things you can start doing so you can make sure you're moving toward getting some sort of sense of what your life purpose is and working to achieve that. I say this because it's very important. There's been a study actually showing the importance of having a purposeful drive. Um, A lot of people say that, you know, their purpose, maybe their children, that's an excellent purpose. A lot of times people are kind of directionless, they don't have a child, and all of a sudden they feel an overwhelming sense of responsibility and personal, um, you know, direction to make sure they do the best they can for their children. Now, unfortunately, some people just don't give give a darn, and they'll just have the kids and not give a darn. But that's a whole other discussion. We're focused on the most people, which are usually trying to do their best to work to their children. And that's just one example of, of a purpose. But let's get more general. Let's kind of get more specific as far as individualizing that purpose, because a lot of times having that internal drive is very critical in helping you achieve your goals. There's actually a study that I was referencing earlier. It was actually in Applied Psychology, a very uh, popular uh, magazine that talks about psychological issues and so forth. And it showed that individuals with a high level of eudaimonic well-being, meaning they're feeling this overwhelming sense of well-being and just happy who, who they are as a person, 
And that whole sense essentially involves having a sense of purpose along with a sense of control and feeling like what you're doing with yourself is worthwhile. Those kind of people, those high levels of those sense of well-being tend to live longer. It's, it's believed that people with that strong sense of well-being, um, they were 30% less likely to die during um, this the period of this study when it was following these, these individuals. So it just shows that people who move with an internal sense of, of determination and purpose tend to just look at life better. They have less stress. They tend to live longer. Um, they even are even they were even found to have better sleeping patterns as well as lower risks of dementia and disability. So it just goes to show that just having this aimless, you know, high stress kind of sense of anxiety constantly without any true purpose can actually be detrimental to your long uh, your life expectancy. So you want to be very careful as far as how you're approaching life and making sure that when you're going through life, you're not just going through the motions and feeling stressed out. And if you are, you're working to active, to actively identify those stressors as well as those things that are potentially causing you to feel the way you're feeling and working to correct those things because it's very important for long-term health and wellness that you're making sure your life is moving with appropriate direction, appropriate purpose, as well as just overall, you know, some sort of sense of quality and direction. Now, the thing about, you know, finding your purpose, it's never really a simple thing, but the key with, you know, this whole process is really learning to look within. And that means that you really have to have a healthy amount of self-reflection. If you're in a situation where, you know, you're not really happy with some of the things you're around or people you're associated with, you have to really determine, you know, what led to you being in a situation. And if you realize that this is something that's potentially harming you or reducing or, you know, diminishing your ability to get to the level you're trying to reach, then it's very important that you determine those issues quickly and work to correct them. And that's kind of, you know, what uh, overall arching point that we like to make here today. But um, the key is, I think if you want to kind of find out a way to, um, you know, get that sense of purpose, first off, you have to really, you know, figure out what drives you. What is it that, you know, you really have a passion about that perhaps you had as a child and you kind of have kind of drifted away due to some of the uh, demands of the rat race and so forth. And, uh, you know, try to figure out what it was. You know, a lot of people think, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, when I was younger, I used to love to play the violin. Or I used to do, love to do this or I used to love to, you know, play certain sports. And because of work or family or other things, they've now been reduced in their ability to participate in those activities that gave them much joy. So or this what about passions in like career and, and overall, um, you know, uh, jobs and whatnot. Some people have said, you know, I want to do this career, but things happen and I end up having to do this. And now I'm not really happy with where I'm at. And that's part of the reason why they're feeling X, Y, and Z. Um, I think the key is once you identify what drives you, or maybe you're a potential entrepreneur and you've always had a passion for who knows fashion and, and dressmaking, but you've been working now when you have bills and time has been really reduced. So you really haven't had any time to really purposely move in a direction that you think would you would enjoy more and um the thing about that is that i think as part of identifying issues that can improve your purpose one of the key things you must do is try to participate in activities that are really enjoyable to you that don't really feel like work because you're just so interested in the entire process um use myself as an example um you know before when i was a student especially when i was in medical school and going through the motions and studying hard and, you know, kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. I always knew I wanted to be a physician. And it was always kind of 
unsure as far as what kind or what style of practice I wanted to have. And it kind of led to the reason why I went into emergency medicine, which is one of the uh, disciplines I trained in. And kind of because of the whole neurotic nature of the practice where one minute you may see a heart attack, the next minute you may see a depressed individual, the next minute you may see a person with a cut finger. And that kind of variety, I think, kind of helped with my um, schizophrenic kind of uh, thought processes at the time as far as when I was deciding what kind of physician I wanted to be. Ultimately, though, I realized that after, you know, working and interacting with patients and seeing people and meeting people, you know, just kind of helping people better understand their health, wellness, and nutrition was really something I really felt strongly about in that I felt that if people were unclear on these kind of issues, that it would overall affect their life, their health and wellness and lifehood expectancy. And I was feeling concerned that that wasn't, wasn't being addressed enough and for many reasons. Um, that actually led to the reason why I went ahead and started writing and ended up writing my uh, first book, Next Level Weight Loss 2.0, which is again available on Amazon. <laughs> Not a quick plug. Either way, but that was part of the reason kind of, I think, in my personal experience, how it led to me developing uh, something that I truly felt strongly about and I think was part of the reason why I end up doing what I'm doing today. But either way, I think that's kind of important for everyone to do. Kind of look at their life and look at things that they really enjoy, topics they like really kind of, you know, diving into and get lost in because they're just so fascinated by the subject matter and try to find something in that arena that you can do and potentially sustain yourself. Now, ultimately, you know, any kind of things you're doing, be it entrepreneurship or any kind of projects, will take time, will take effort, and likely will take money. So you want to make sure you're planning appropriately and working toward, you know, doing things that you feel that you could really, you know, do because you're so driven. And that's, you know, part of your purpose. You want to truly identify your talents and try to carve out a, a time that you can really dedicate time to exploit those talents and maybe potentially, you know, use them to uh, even generate an income for yourself. So um, that's one thing I just want to kind of stress as far as helping people determine their purpose. Do that and it's, it could be critical. Now, another thing you should be doing as well, especially if, if you're in a situation where you're not happy with, you know, where you're at in life or, you know, how the situation you're in currently, listen to feedback. A lot of times people... Um, get very resistant when someone may be offering them some sort of a potential criticism of an activity they're doing or um, they're, you know, potentially, you know, claiming or they're potentially, you know, cautioning someone against doing an action. Um, And, you know, initially a lot of people want to, you know, accuse others of uh, what we call, I think the popular vernacular is hating on, uh, on themselves. So, you know, that's something that's been used almost as a shield to, to, um, to block against any potential criticism, be it valid or invalid. So I think, um, being open to listening to others, especially people from different backgrounds and with different perspectives than you, maybe a different kind of, you know, uh, uh, view of looking at the certain issue that maybe you're dealing with. And I think that can help. Now, obviously not everyone could be correct. Some people may say stuff that is patently false or just potentially misguided and you know you know that you know something you have to be able to kind of really analyze and determine you know the true um, value of the advice but hopefully you've identified people in your life that you would trust their advice and not just anyone randomly but it's important that you kind of use feedback as something that can help improve your position Um, be it negative or positive so I think ultimately, you know, if you're driven by something, you're pursuing that, you're going to come across roadblocks in the way that's just part of life and learning to, you know, take feedback, good and bad, 
and turning it into a something that can build you and improve your overall uh, position, I think is a great, great uh, uh, thing. And you should try to get that whenever you can. So listen to feedback, you know, just look at whatever drives you, things you could do. Now, um, we're at the end of the first break here. So we're going to take a small break um, to, uh, you know, help give attention to our sponsors. Um, stay with us on the, end of the other end of the show. We're going to talk more about ways you can identify your purpose and help you really figure out the best path to reaching the goals you set for yourself. Thanks, Dr. Barry. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health of Ones Collection podcast. Really an excellent um, show today. We're talking about finding your purpose and ways you can go about doing that. Again, um, this is Dr. Barry, MD. I'm the host of the show here to really, you know, provide some good information for you that hopefully will help you find your proper direction in life. Now, ultimately, um, when we're dealing with health and wellness, improving your mental state is critical because the mind is essentially what sets off everything else. The first thing you know, we talk about, especially in the book, Next Level Weight Loss 2.0, is really understanding the mind and how it works and how it responds to external stimulators and how it influences your behavior. And that's why controlling and understanding your mental and making sure it's at its optimal health is really critical to making sure that you're able to succeed in whatever health and wellness plan, weight loss plan, mental health strategy, whatever you choose to participate in. Uh, and making sure it succeeds properly is, and the key to that is ensuring that your mental is ready and, and primed for that change. So we've been talking about finding your purpose, and that's kind of really important when it's dealing with health and wellness. You want to be a wet, ready to accept to accept the different changes that you're going to experience when making a change, and that takes proper mental fortitude. Uh, for instance, let's say you want to, you know, change your career and move on to do something else, maybe go back to school or whatnot. There are going to be naysayers there. There are going to be people who are saying, hey, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do this. The problem is that you have to be ready mentally to let those people know that you're determined and you're focused and you're going to push as long as it takes to achieve your goals. And that takes effort. A lot of times people, you know, can let others dissuade them, which kind of leads to our third point. Surround yourself with positive people. Now, a very big difference from delusional people or yes men. You don't want to surround yourself with yes men. That's a whole different problem. People will lie to you just so they can gain favor from you. Um, that's a pro- pro- that's a problem that can actually cause you actually to be in great harm. But people who are positive, meaning that they're going to, you know, help encourage you to be able to achieve those things you want to achieve in life, and will give you whatever support you need to get to that point. Now, you know, ultimately. The, the lion's share of the work will be on the individual to make sure they're doing their 110% to get to that point, be it, you know, get their, their study game uh, on point so they can go back to school or get refocused on training for some sort of certain type of skills they're trying to acquire or maybe work harder in doing their our creativity uh, um, avenue as far as producing new art or producing new, you know, uh, music for people. So it's very important that, you know, when you're surrounding yourself with positive people, you have to realize that you are the main driver of whatever you're trying to achieve. Others who are surrounding you, which you should identify, you know, as reasonable people who are you know, going to tell you, you know, the honest truth and try to be as supportive as possible. You want to make sure you identify those kind of people in your life and surround yourself with them 
give you the maximum amount of support that you're going to need to really get to where you're trying to go because it's not easy, especially if you're trying to make a seismic change in your situation. Um, you want to make sure that the people who are around you are going to encourage you to move with confidence and, um, you know, and, uh, and boldness in that direction so that you can achieve those goals because really half-stepping is kind of a guaranteed uh, road to failure. You want to make sure that when you're doing something, you're putting your best foot forward to ensuring that you can become the best at that task or job as you possibly can. And that's really the only way you can really increase your chances significantly of success. So surrounding yourself with positive pe people is key. And it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It's a handful of people, three, four people, maybe even one person if it, if it really comes down to it. But, you know, at least I would say two, three people so you can bounce off ideas and, and kind of get different perspectives. But ultimately making sure they're positively giving you great advice and ensuring that they're, they're doing their best to help you achieve the goals you're trying to set for yourself. So, um, again, finding your purpose and getting there, people can be very helpful in that regard. So find good people, positive people, people who are um, you know, good soundboards as well as you know good intellects. And not necessarily intellects like they have to go to Harvard or something. Just people who are reasonable and they can give you know strong, logical you know responses when you give them you know questions that you may have, and that's very important. All right. So now the next thing about your purpose, and I and I tell people this all the time. It sounds kind of cliche. But another way that it can help you really identify your purpose, especially if you're feeling kind of lost and unsure about, you know, where you're going in life, is to consider reading more. And it sounds kind of, uh, okay, here we go, reading, uh, read your books. But no, literally, because the problem with people don't understand is that the phrase, there's nothing new under the sun, is very real. You know, we've existed on the planet now as human beings at least, what, 10, 20,000 years, maybe longer. So there's a lot of people who have come and gone long before, you know, me and you are alive today. They've been through things, went through life, had issues, had heartbreak, had setups, and have dealt with it. A lot of brilliant people have come and gone. A lot of dumb people have come and gone. And one thing about reading is that you can read some of the works of those who, you know, were, you know, willing to put their life experiences down on pen and paper and to share with whomever. And a lot of times, a lot of these people were brilliant people and, you know, before, you know, keep in mind, if you think about the uh, the printing press, I think it was invented with 1300s or whatnot. I forget, don't quote me on that. But, you know, to get your book, uh, he had a book to be written. You know, a lot of times you had to be extremely wealthy, very influential, very popular, you know, or some sort of strong backing. Um, now, you know, books are, are, are printed, you know, for cents on a dollar and, and trash and used as you know, stocking, <laughs> as used as stuffing and in presence or whatnot, but before books were very valuable. So imagine something very, very valuable, very, very expensive. You know, you had you really had to have the best intellects. You wouldn't just get a local, you know, dummy to go and put his thoughts on paper so you can spend, you know, hundreds of thousands to print it. I mean, that would make no sense, obviously. But very influential, influential people, very powerful people, very, you know, um, you know, charismatic, brilliant people. You know, people would actually, you know, fund them, or they would potentially fund themselves if they had the, the means to. And they were published. And a lot of times these people have led through, I mean, led pretty amazing lives, been through so much, seen so much. And they can give really, you can get really good advice from reading books from, you know, people, you know, like this. So that's why I'm a big fan of history. I like to read a lot of, you know, lives of great influential people. And 
try to use that to help, you know, kind of understand how humans you know, behave as well as, you know, decisions people made and some of the long term effects and whether or not that's something that I want to repeat in my own life. And that's why I tell people books can be a fascinating way to really, you know, help you develop reasoning skills and understand human behavior and and uh, and so forth. So and I'm not saying you will not that you know, I'm not going to trash any kind of genre, but, you know, focus on, you know, reading just kind of, you know, even fiction sometimes can have a lot of, you know, well you know, place messages and different um, perspectives that can really kind of affect how you operate in the real world. So I encourage you people to read. I mean, there's a lot of reading lists out here. Uh, I would, you know, that's kind of a personal thing, but ultimately, you know, you know, there's a lot of excellent scholars who have really done a great job um, documenting some of those, you know, exceptional experiences that they've led. And I think that could be helpful in people like me and you um, to better understand how those before us live their lives and I think that could help us shape our you know life purposes and so forth so consider reading more um you know choose a um I think a book I'm reading now I think I'm reading Respect by uh, James Prince who's uh, you know definitely had uh, some issues in his life but he's became one of the more successful entrepreneurs in, in the music industry and you know and that's something that you know that I recommend anyone do just find interesting characters just read about you know things they went through it can really help you kind of uh, understand how the world works and you know maybe help you decide or figure out something you may find interested Alrighty, so that's um I think the fourth topic today we have one more thing I just wanted to talk about more as well as far as finding your life purpose and Things you could do to get to that point. Consider donating something, be it your time or you know monetary uh, funds, the different causes that you feel strongly about. That's something that people, you know, don't understand can be very helpful in you know motivating you as far as moving forward and finding your purpose. Um, people, uh, one of the things that's been known throughout you know scientific research is that when you give to others, you tend to have far greater sense of, of self and, and, and happiness as opposed to receiving or, um, you know, no, you as opposed to receiving. So it's something that, you know, it's been shown time and time again that, you know, donations and helping others can be an extremely great way to help improve your sense of self and your sense of purpose. So that's why I tell people, you know, you know, if you're someone who's not sure what you want to do with yourself or you're not really sure you're feeling unhappy with yourself and whatnot, um, consider, you know, donating your time to work with those who are less fortunate. You can really kind of understand different lives and what others are going through and, and, and see whether or not you can help them. And a lot of times just helping others as far as get through certain issues or dealing with certain you know, items can really do wonders for your own sense of self and, 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 and health and, and wellness. So the beauty of donating is that it's truly a selfless act. You're just going to say, you know what? I understand that, um, you know, I'm not the richest person in the world, but I see someone's going through something. I'm going to go ahead and give them just a little bit just to help them say, you know what? Just hopefully this does something for you. Uh, one thing that has been scientifically shown is that when you donate, you actually, you know, tend to have a greater sense of personal satisfaction and growth because it just feels that good to help others. Now, obviously you don't want to help people to the point of destitution. You don't want to like miss a rent payment because you don't have any money because you donated it all away. Obviously don't do that. However, you know, things you can afford to lose, like let's say you were planning on, you know, getting, you know, 
uh, five lattes this week from Starbucks, you may, you know, maybe not buy one latte and, you know, maybe just drink the regular, you know, old school coffee we used to drink back in the in the 90s. And, and, and instead decide to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and give this, you know, five dollars to some charity that I really feel strongly about. Um, things like that can do wonders for your sense of, 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 of wellness and, and health. And, and, and overall, you know, people have noted that positive moods and lower depression rates are very, very typical of, of people who do these things. Now, ultimately, you know, it's very important that if you're someone who feels that you really want to start looking toward helping out others and working potentially with a charity that's passionate about a similar thing you are, um, it's very important to do your research and just kind of look really to make sure the, the, the foundation that you're involved in or want to be involved in is truly doing the work and not just using the money for personal issues. And that's something that I'm encouraging everyone to do on their own. We won't go into getting to slandering charities today, but there are a lot of people out there who are having issues with some of the bigger charities. And, and you know, sometimes we want to be very careful how we're just how we give money away. But there are a lot of good people out there really on the ground doing good work and they with the internet now everyone's online all the, the the movements have online presence so it's never been easier to really you know locate really strong groups of people doing great work that are you know potentially in the same area of passion that you may may have some people have a thing with mental health a lot of mental health facilities in the areas all over the country that are really struggling financially and could use you know monies to help treat those who are you know, less well off and enable them to better, you know, give care to their patients, you know, things like that, or just really just working, you know, you know, anyone really out there doing, doing work, helping others. You want to make sure that, you know, you do your part as well as maybe just to financially help them out. And things like that can be extremely beneficial in helping um, us with our sense of well-being, uh, wellness, and mental health. So, I encourage you, if you haven't really considered donating or you don't really donate, consider making a, uh, something you do differently and you notice and give it six months and you'll see that, you know, you'll be probably, probably shocked at some of the, 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 the feelings of improved feelings of, of wellness and, uh, and other positive benefits you'll gain from doing that. So uh, ultimately, you know, it's a, not an easy thing as far as finding your purpose. It's a long road and some people take a lifetime to do such, but I think doing some of the things we mentioned today on the show can be very, very helpful in, in helping you, you know, figure out what your sense of purpose is and ultimately um, improving your health and wellness should be the goal of everybody, every man, woman, and child on earth, because only that way can you ensure that you're really doing your best to, you know, give your body the best, you know, state of mind to deal with the stressors that we come across every day in life. So. That's Dr. Barry, end of the show, signing off. Thanks for joining us today on the Health and Wellness Connection. Again, tune in next week. We have another great show for you, Thursday at 4 p.m. on AfroBiveDrano.com. Also, check us out on SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com backslash HWConnection. Again, Dr. Barry, signing off. Peace.